Bava Basra, Perak Tes, Mishnah, Gimel 9.3. So, a bit of background on this Mishnah. Th- there's a principle which we've come up against a couple times in Shas already, uh, whereby if a person without authorization improves his neighbor's field, let's say he installs a sprinkler system, okay? So it doesn't matter if he thought it was his own backyard, it doesn't matter if he did it just because he wanted to make money. The rule is that since the field owner is getting the benefit of the sprinkler system, he has to pay at least for the hutzaot, the expenses, direct expenses that were incurred by the person who did it. So we're not paying for his labor, but at least if it costs him, you know, a thousand bucks to buy the sprinklers and the piping, that must be reimbursed. Now, um, that is capped. There's a limit. The limit is at the value of that the field owner is getting. In other words, if the benefit that he actually gets from having sprinklers is only 500 but the sprinklers cost 1000 of course, that's a terrible investment. But in that case, he, the landowner, would be required only to pay back 500 to the sprinkler installer guy because... He doesn't need to pay more. He, the field owner, doesn't need to pay more than the benefit he got. Now, if a different case, if it's clear to the worker that the field owner wants the work done, they just say they haven't agreed on a price, but based on the context of the relationship or previous discussion or something, it's clear that the work is, is authorized and meant to be done, but they didn't negotiate a fixed price or they didn't determine the price. So then the rule would be that the worker is going to get paid according to the basic, the, the prevailing rates of workers. Like if as an aris, let's say an aris, for argument's sake, gets a third of the output of the field. So then this guy, for doing the work of the field, let's say he plows and plants or whatever it is, uh, without fixing agreement, he would get uh, an agreed price. He would get the prevailing price. Okay. Now, if you're talking about partners, so let's just say there's partners in a field um, but it's clear, for argument's sake, we own this field together, but the left half is mine or the right half is yours or something like that. But I'm away on reserve duty, so now you have to do everything yourself or something. So then the partnership, of course, is the rationale for the partnership was for economic gain. And therefore, when the one partner does the work for the other partner, um, he's doing it, of course, for his own economic interest. And therefore, if that one partner does all the work on the entire field by himself, so for his half of the field, he'll get all the benefits. And for the partner's half of the field, he'll get the same benefits that would be accrued to any other, like, aris, a, a worker and the prevailing prices. Okay, so he'd be able to get his all plus a portion of his partners because it's clear that's what he wants to be, that's what he's doing it for. Our mission here is going to talk about um, brothers who are heirs and therefore effectively partners, right? They, their father had an estate. The brothers don't inherit the estate. That makes them partners. But, of course, their partnership wasn't established because of some economic rationale. They weren't going into business together. Just they were brothers. So the mission is going to start off by saying the basic assumption is that since they're brothers, they look out for each other, and they'll be acting on one another's behalf. So that says the mission, therefore, The deceased leaves over, let's say, for argument's sake, four boys, two of whom are older and two of whom are younger. They're minors. And let's say, for example, the older brothers, like, you know, they go take money from the family funds and hire, they find sprinkler guys and install a sprinkler system, whatever it is. Now, everyone's a winner, of course, because they have a sprinkler system going on in their, in their shared field. Then the, the improvements in the field accrues to literally in the middle, meaning everybody gets equally. In other words, the thought is that the older brothers were acting for the benefit of the younger brothers. Um, and therefore, everyone shares equally. This, I should point out, isn't quite the case if the brothers actually did physical labor. If they did physical labor instead of just laying out money, then they would get paid for their work um, like like the partner would, meaning like uh, the prevailing rates of an, an artist at a minimum.
okay? Um, and the rest of it split. Now, that's assuming they're acting, we're assuming that they're acting for the interests of everybody. But if they make it clear that they're acting for their own economic interests, meaning they will go to a Besden, and in front of the Besden say, listen, we have two little brothers, good, they're heirs with us, but they're not doing any work. We don't want to leave the, let the factory or the field or whatever it is, the orchard lie fallow, it's bad for the factory or field or the orchard. So we're going to work it, but we're doing the work. We expect to get all the produce for this season because we're doing the work. So then, Im Amru, if they say in front of a Besden, Look, our father left us this field. We, the older brothers, will do all the work. And we'll get all the benefit. Whatever benefit that is accrued indeed. They get the benefit because they did all the work. And they made it clear that their work wasn't for the sake of their brothers, it was for themselves. Now, the brothers could object, and then it wouldn't be the case, the younger brothers. And in the event that the younger brothers are too small, the reason why we're doing this in front of a Bezdin is we're assuming that the Bezdin has to um, have like the, the guardian, the trustee, the, of the person responsible for the children looking out for their interests. So if we're talking about you know an orchard where if it's not taken care of, then the trees will get worse because they're not pruned or something. It's in their interest and the children are losing anything, and therefore, great, the, kid, the older kids can have their benefits. Obviously, if we're talking about the, what they inherited was a gold mine and the older brothers are depleting the resources of the younger, no, they would object, and then it would be objected. But if, they don't, if no one objects, the brothers are within the right to say, we'll do all the work and we'll get all the benefits. Um, that would work. Okay. Now, uh, which means, by the way, I should speak out, if all the brothers are of age, no one's a minor anymore, and two brothers want to work and two brothers don't want to work, they could just make the declaration in front of the, their, their brothers and two witnesses saying, listen, we're doing the work and we get the benefit. Other brothers don't object, and therefore no bezin per se is required, just you know, just this declaration with the witnesses and no objection from the brothers who aren't working. So now, the Mishnah is going to say the same is true if the heirs are sisters instead of brothers, okay? So the setup of our Mishnah is that a woman is inheriting her husband along with her sisters, and then we're going to basically, the, just the Mishnah after that will say, it's the same thing. If one sister does it, we assume it's for her and her sisters. If she made a statement that's just for her, then like the other brother case, it'll be just for her and so on. Um, that's the big picture. And the reason why we're saying it is you might have thought that the motivation of a woman working is different than a man for some reason. Her attitude might be different. You might think she's doing because she wants to attract a new husband and sort of to indicate that she's a hard worker and that will attract her someone or something. But the point of the mission is no, no, no. Everything's the same, whether it's brothers or sisters that are inheriting. However, um, the particular case of our Mishnah is an unusual one. Um, it doesn't have to be this case, but the case it picks is that the heir is a woman who's inheriting from her husband. Now, that's very unusual. That's not how it's supposed to be. Normally, women would never inherit from their husband. But you could have a case where the woman is the heir to her husband because she's not just the the widow. She's also his relative, like his niece. So the case would be something like this. Yeah, Reuven and Shimon are brothers. Uh, Shimon has three daughters. Reuven marries one of them, meaning Reuven marries his niece. Okay, Reuven has no other children. Reuven then dies, leaving over an estate. Who's his heir? His heir, since he has no children, will go to his brother Shimon. If Shimon's not alive, who will get it? Shimon's descendants. Who are Shimon's descendants? His widow and her sister. So that's how a woman could inherit from her husband, and that's the case of our Mishnah here. Okay, then the Mishnah says, V'chein, the same kind of principle about the boys would apply to the girls. Ha'isha, if you have a woman, she'ishbicha es hanachasim, she's the one who improved the the property that she inherited, so then she's the profits that the benefits that, that she accrues is for everybody. We assume she's acting <clears throat> not just for her benefit but also for her sisters. But she can go in front of a bezdin and say, "That's not what I'm doing it. I'm doing it for my own profit," and that would be binding. <clears throat> she's within her rights. 
So Im Amra, if she says in front of a Bezdin, look what my husband left to me. That's the case of our particular case of Mishnah, but it didn't have to be. Hooray, Ani Osa Vocheles, so I'll do all the work to improve the field, and I'll get all the benefits that accrue from my work. Hishbichel Atzma. In that case, indeed, she's the one who gets the benefit because she did the work and she declared in front of Bezdin, and her sisters didn't object, or their sister's guardians and the best didn't object. So then it will be binding, and she'll be able to enjoy the benefits uh, all to herself.